0: and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. Hiya! This episode on boundaries could be really 10 individual podcasts. There's just so much power to be found around the topic of personal boundaries. So dating can feel like a nonstop assault on our energy, unless we can set boundaries that feel good to us. Boundaries are important to create a space for fun and just to get curious and grow. Having really good boundaries helps you feel safe and loved in your creative space no matter the outcome of any date. And so creating and honoring your own boundaries is building and keeping great relationships. It's not about battling or enforcing, but it's about going to the wall for yourself over and over again. And so try to think of boundaries not as aggressive or like what you with a a sword and a shield. But it's just about creating a space for real love. It's building, it's not blocking. So getting that mindset shift around boundaries from being blocks to being invitations is really key in setting good boundaries. So there are loosely three categories of boundaries. The first is physical boundaries. This is everything from your comfort with holding hands on the first date to sexual contact to honoring your own need for sleep and nutrition. And then we have resource boundaries. Time is a really big one here. Money, effort, space, hosting, stuff like that. And then the final category is mental and emotional boundaries. How well do you validate your own feelings? Do you frequently put others first? Do you have a good girl complex that denies your own personal preferences in a relationship? This was a big one for me, caretaking and having like a good person complex. Another question to ask yourself around mental and emotional boundaries is, do you take care of others at the expense of your own needs? so taking care of others is great but not when it's violating your own boundaries boundaries work best when they feel just super super balanced and easeful you throw yourself out of balance when you have boundaries that are either too rigid or too loose authentic boundaries in each of these three categories will really preserve connection and prevent resentment in the long term And I use the word authentic boundaries because these can't be scripted off the internet or from a book on boundaries. Everybody experiences things differently. You can feel comfortable having sex without a strong commitment, but not want to hold hands without a ring on it. And you may want to alternate traveling to one another's neighborhoods, or you might like people to just come to you. You get to decide what feels good for you. That's the trick, right? So therein lies the rub. It takes some time and attention. The first step is to just spend time noticing your own behavior. Maybe spend a week, a day, have several interactions in your dating world or in relationships to find out what are your patterns. Spend some time and simply notice how you react. Don't analyze or judge during this sort of observation period. Just notice, huh, that bothers me so much when he's really early. Notice what happens in your body when a date is really late or cancels at the last minute. What feels good or bad around cooking a five course meal for a date, but not ever really getting cooked for in return? Do you have the odd block in your throat when someone wants to have a nightly call? Your body holds so much wisdom in getting clarity around your boundaries. After spending some time simply observing your patterns and feelings, then write them all down. So for example, I feel disrespected when he ordered my drink for me without consulting. I pace around a lot and cannot focus when one of my texts is read, but not answered within an hour. I worry when left unread. It feels like anxiety. So just writing down the actual occurrences and then flip them to what would feel good. So in other words, this is not a complaint list. It's digging out what you didn't like so that you can find what you do want. So I will let dates and partners know that my drink order might change as my mood does. I will ask not to be left unread. Say these statements out loud. Often saying the boundary you would like to have out loud helps you to know what your reason for not having a boundary is. It's because we have a reaction. It's like yikes or no, 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 absolutely not. So take the example of not wanting to be left unread when texting. It feels like shit to you. It just does. You want to be chill, but it just feels bad. What you want is to ask for a quicker response. Say out loud to yourself, I will ask not to be left on red. Then pause and listen. Did your face draw in when you said this? Did your shoulders scrunch up next to your ears? Did you shrink? If yes, take a breath in through the nose and exhale fully. Ask your face, shoulders, body, tell me. Other ways of getting a response, if something does not come up when you ask, tell me is, if I say this to a love interest, what are you worried will happen? What are you protecting me from? So you're speaking directly to the part that kind of contracted, that really scrunched up, that felt like, oh, God, no. So what are you protecting me from? What is the worst thing that can happen? And then listen again for the answer. Try to let the answer come from the tight or hot place in your body, it takes some practice it might feel a little bit hokey at the start but it's such a valuable skill as you grow into it the goal here is to use every part of yourself to get clarity around what types of boundaries fit for you as an individual not just your mind but your body this is where the feelings are the feelings are in the body thoughts are in the mind Once you know what your objections are, then you're able to offer yourself a sense of comfort around the objection to making a boundary. So if what came up for you was that a partner would leave you if you didn't speak to them by phone every night, create an affirmation around that worry. So for example, it is safe for me to spend a night without my phone. My partners will honor my need for time alone. Or, I am lovable without cooking five-course meals every night. One thing I really love, this is like such a golden practice, is I suggest that clients write up a dating bill of rights. So you're going to write out your list as a woman, a human, a person. You're going to sign them. You're going to hang them up. You're going to read them to yourself every morning in the mirror. I got this idea from Dr. Aziz Gazupura, and I love it. Here here are some sample rights. Yours, of course, will look totally different, but this will sort of get the juices flowing for you. Here's a sample of my Bill of Rights. I have the right to ask for what I want. I have the right to say no to anything I don't want to do or say for any reason without needing to justify it or give an excuse. That one is like very similar to uh, no is a complete sentence. I have the right to approach anyone I want to start a conversation with. I have the right to change the subject or end the conversation whenever I would like. I have the right to ask why and negotiate if someone initially says no to me. I have the right to change my mind. I do not always need to be logical and consistent. I have the right to make mistakes, mess up, or otherwise be not perfect. I have the right to not be responsible for other people, including their feelings and their problems. I have the right to take time and space to be by myself, even if others would prefer my company. I have the right to say yes to having sex, to enjoy sex, or to pause during sex to have a conversation. I have the right to be treated with respect. So those are just some sample ones. You can write some in here that are very specific if you know they're a key problem for you. So for example, I have the right to not show my feet to a lover. (laughs) It's my right to have my own box of junior mints at the movies. And then practice these Bill of Rights. I cannot stress this enough. Practice, practice, practice. You would not show up to the starting line of a marathon without training on a whole bunch of little short runs first. It's just too hard when starting out with boundaries to have success in them without practicing. When the emotions are intense, we tend to fall back onto old patterns of either being a doormat or really going into combat mode. Memorize your Bill of Rights. Practice when the stakes are low so that when a situation is intense, you will more naturally step into action for your energy. Spend some time with yourself in conversation that reminds you that boundaries today is avoiding relationship problems down the road. You're protecting relationships. You're inviting connections. Spend some time in conversation with your love interest. Sometimes simply knowing why something is important to you creates space for the other person to just really easily honor your request around time and emotion. And it goes in the other direction as well. So honor the boundaries of the person that you're dating. If you know your love interest has abandonment issues and you both know it, you can be really mindful of this. The difficulty arises when your lover's needs and your boundaries are In opposition to each other you must choose yourself soothe yourself as needed get some coaching take the time that you need but anytime you feel torn between wanting to please a lover and knowing that it crosses your own boundaries to do so you will need to choose yourself I'm not talking about the junior mint scenario here, but the real core issues where you would need to abandon yourself to stay in the situation. So when in doubt, ask yourself that very question. And the question is this, Would I need to abandon myself to avoid disappointing this person? If the answer is yes, that you would need to abandon yourself, don't do it. Have the difficult conversation with yourself have the difficult conversation with the love interest and have it early sending you much love heartfelt thank you for listening I am honored every time you choose the one loving yourself does not require perfection big juicy love requires us to get curious Mm -hmm. to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others and know that from this place of love and empower you magnetize amazing connections please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling share with others who may need to hear this episode like download sleep with me under your pillow click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter and then listen every monday and thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.